This is Bloomberg Business Week with Carol Masser and Jason Kelly on Bloomberg Radio. We're going to round out the week, catching up with an old friend, Nate Chekitz, co-founder and CEO of Roan, based up in Stanford, Connecticut, here in our Bloomberg Interactive Broker Studio. Great to see you. It's great seeing you. It's been too long. Uh, What's funny, speaking of Stanford, is one of the reasons that you and I got in touch was I was up at Chelsea Piers Stanford edition uh, with one of my sons. He was playing lacrosse. I was wandering around Chelsea Piers, and you don't have to wander far before you see a, a Roan. Looks like a pop up, but I mean, it's there. Yeah, it's, it's there. A, it's a almost three year pop up yeah. at this point. We we took office space in, at Chelsea Piers Stanford three years ago, and we said, you know what would be great would be to put a store here. Yeah. And they were great. And it's just, it's done so incredibly well. It's really the first store we ever opened, and we just keep it going as long as we possibly can. Well, and Shanali, I think you're familiar with the Chelsea Piers here in New York City. I mean, this is a massive complex. You've got so many people going through. And let's be honest, it's your demo. Yeah, well, parents- It's a bunch and, of dads like yeah, me. Parents like, are going in. through all the time, and everybody's there to work out. They're athletically minded, so- uh, it's perfect for us. So, how big is the company now? Uh, sorry, how big is the company now? Uh, you've taken funding uh, the last couple of years. You're private equity backed. Uh, if we were just talking about the uh, athletic apparel, it's a, definitely a hot market yeah. now. Um, we've had incredible growth, really, over the last 18 months in particular. The company's grown leaps and bounds. I mean, we've grown triple digits every single year since inception. Um, we added four retail stores. Uh, you know, we've we've been told that our Hudson Yard store is the second highest sales per square foot of and any a other apparel right there. <laughs> retailer there. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure they do well. But uh, in the apparel world, you know, we've done really, really well yeah. there. And so um, the growth has been phenomenal, but it's been driven primarily by our direct business, you know, through our website, Roan.com, and then through our retail stores. So let's talk about the direct-to-consumer business, because I think if we think back to the key themes certainly of 2019, and I'm guessing going into 2020, it's that sort of like D to C, blended with a bit of retail, omni-channel, look at things. What have you learned about the consumer, especially through uh, that direct-to-consumer channel? Well, there's, I mean, there's so much to unpack there, but I think the main thing is that businesses that are having a ton of success right now, it's not necessarily the direct-to-consumer model, although that's a huge part of it. It's the digitally native part that I think is driving a lot of it. The primary transaction is moving online. You know, you're seeing it every single Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Retail matters for sure, and it's not completely irrelevant, but brands that have a great direct relationship with their customer, which is handled over digital channels, work really, really well in this environment. And it can be complemented with a wholesale relationship and appearing in the right places. You know, we're the number one men's brand for Equinox now. We're the number one men's brand with Peloton. And, um, and those things have mattered for us, but you can't rely on that to be your sole business. Ever considering an opening a woman's line? <laughs> we we get that question a lot. Um, we you know we're hyper focused on what we're doing right now, and we think that we can be kind of a unique voice in the market. There are a tremendous amount of women's brands out there. We if we go into it, we'd only go into it if we thought we could be the absolute best in the category. You've been at this for about five years now. What's been yeah. the biggest surprise so far? I think, uh, gosh, I mean, I think the biggest surprise is just that I. I still love more than anything. I really love the product piece yeah. and we are a product driven business. And you know, you hear about these bigger 
consumer companies that start to say, no, we're a technology company. And yeah, we do. We have a, we have a head of data and analytics now, but we are a product company and we love making the best in class product. And so what have you learned about the product in terms of like what people want? What's really resonated? Because I know like I wear some of like your commuter pants. Yeah, like, you know, that's, that's exactly what I was going to talk about. So we started you know, hyper-focused on active, yeah. what you can wear to the gym, what you can wear to run in. And the line has evolved. We launched a dress shirt this year on the floor of the New York stock exchange. We cannot keep this shirt in stock. Wow. We, so we, we put it up first day of our black Friday sale. We started breaking on sizes in the first day. The biggest complaint we had is you can't buy this dress shirt anywhere. And, um, we didn't have enough stock to give to any of our wholesalers. So they were upset. So, um, I think, I think the biggest shock is that our consumer is trusting us to make a button down dress shirt, which five years ago, I never would have thought we yeah. would be in that business Are you out to replace the trader vest. <laughs> <laughs> we do make some really incredible vests. Yes. And so what have you learned about the consumer of late? Because I mean, what you're talking, what's underneath a lot of what you're talking about. And I think what Shanali is alluding to as well is this, is this notion that fashion has changed. It's changed on wall street. It's yeah. changed in the professional landscape as well. Uh, where, where are we and where are we moving to? In yeah, it's, that a, it's a great question. So, I mean, if you go back 10, 15 years in a guy's closet, the way that uh, men think is it would all be segmented, bucketed by activity. This is what I can wear to the gym. This is what I can wear to work. This is what I can wear to travel. This is what I can wear at home. This is what I can wear to hang out with friends. So many of those categories, exclude formal for a second, yeah. so many of those categories have collapsed into a single category. Now, we call that category performance lifestyle. We were really one of the first in the industry to ever use that term. A lot of people use athleisure, but I think that's a misnomer for what this is. This isn't athletic clothing that's meant to, you know, that you can wear anywhere else. This is traditional lifestyle silhouettes made with unbelievable performance fabric. So if you wanted to run a marathon in our commuter pants, and people have, you could. Oh. If you wanted to, it, our, our, the way we developed our dress shirt is our chief product officer took it in the mountains of Croatia and ran 13 miles in it. So it's... It's performance-based fabrics and clothing that can live with you, but we're making them in some of the silhouettes that are kind of the most popular and that guys feel comfortable in. So you're an entrepreneur, right? And But you started this company with a full-time job still, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I did. That's true. At what point did you decide to break out on your own? I feel like everybody who's listening is sitting there in a full-time job. Wishing well, that I also had two company. kids, which was the yeah. which yeah. was the bigger challenge. And I had had a startup that I had done before that did not go so well. So the the biggest challenge was convincing my wife to you know support me and get behind it again. But you know, I think part of the challenge of being an entrepreneur, the pros are you know you're you have all these opportunity. The cons are you can't turn that voice off inside your head. Of, right. There's a better way. There's some. There's a way of solving this problem. And for me, it didn't feel like a choice. I knew I had to get back to doing something entrepreneurial. Uh, biggest goal for 2020. What are you looking ahead to? We are planning on doubling the business again. So we've got big, aggressive goals. It gets harder as the business gets bigger to do that, but um, the team's really excited and aligned around it. And is that new lines, new products, or it's expansion? Driven, what is it? It's driven primarily by a couple things. Actually, in some ways, it'll be a more focused uh, and uh, assortment around the things that we know are working really, really well. Um, but it's also about leaning into retail a little bit more aggressively and then harnessing the power of data to better understand our consumer and find more consumers like them. All right, Nate Check, it's always good to catch up with you. Co-founder, CEO of Roan, based up in Stanford, Connecticut. Check them out online at roan.com or check them out if you're up at Chelsea Piers like I was or at Hudson Yards.